0: Hello and welcome to the podcast. We're back with a special bonus episode. I have two of our former guests who are returning. We're going to have a great conversation today with the ladies of the Divorce Coaches Academy, Tracy Callahan and Deborah Doak. Thank you ladies for joining me again. Thank
1: you. Thank you. We're excited.
0: Well, I'm excited. I just went back To listen to your episode, which if you can believe it is over a year ago, it was November of 2021. And we were talking at that time about how to find the coach you need to succeed. It's episode 210 for everyone who's listening and I'll link to it in the show notes. Great tips for those who have not listened to that episode yet. So that you know, Deborah and Tracy are both divorce coaches And mediators themselves, as well as they've joined together to create the Divorce Coaches Academy. And they have some new, exciting things that we're going to talk about in this episode, which is why I asked them to come on. But I also wanted to sort of dive in with them about some of the mistakes or issues that they think that it's important that people to know about when they're going through divorce some of the mistakes that people make and sort of where I mean even in this year since we spoke or just over a year I think the world of divorce coaching has has leapt forward a little bit and we have seen some changes so this is going to be a really interesting conversation and so let's dive in let me just ask you ladies you know, where do you? What are some of the things you think have changed? Is as by way of support that your clients are looking for in divorce coaching?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I I really think we're seeing a change that clients are coming to us to divorce coaches looking for alternatives, right? I think some of this paradigm shift that we keep talking about and and viewing divorce differently, recognizing it does not necessarily have to be hell. It, it it can be, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. So I think people are understanding or clients are recognizing that there are choices, right? And this is years that we're trying to change in terms of the view of alternative dispute resolution, right? Where people have choices, but the problem is, is they're not really quite sure how to start that or where to go for that. And that's where divorce coaching really comes in and plays such a huge piece, right? That if individuals can work with divorce coaches before they really begin this process, they're able to sort of assess their goals, their objectives, what something Deborah and I talk a lot about that people don't really take into consideration is their divorce budget,
0: Really, oh, yeah. how much
2: money do they even have to spend on a divorce process? Right. And then are able to work with a divorce coach and make some intentional decisions, assess different processes, figure out what is it, how does this all align together? The other thing that we are really seeing that I think is a shift in the the world of divorce is that we're seeing a lot of clients come to us after spending tens of thousands of dollars on their divorce process caught up in this icky system that they feel is unfair and unjust the the court system yeah, the icky talking. system I like the, <laughs> the technical term there icky, sorry. yeah the icky system and and wondering how the how can they change that right they might have gotten on this track but how do they reset what can they do differently how can they change the trajectory of that. And so we're kind of seeing an awareness on a couple different levels. Those individuals looking for choice, as well as those individuals who might've gotten caught in that original process that has led them down a path that now they're feeling completely depleted by, not just financially, but emotionally, psychologically, they're seeing the impact to the co-parenting relationship, right? These were maybe relationships between their spouse was already on the edge and now completely, completely deteriorated. So they're looking to figure that out. And the other thing is that we know our family court systems are so overloaded, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I Cases, and this is post-pandemic, right? So theoretically, we saw it in pandemic, but Court should have caught up a little, but four months, six months just to get a hearing. I had a client just recently who had a temp support hearing scheduled after six months, four weeks before the actual trial. Like what? Who needs
0: temporary support (laughs) four weeks before the trial? Right. Right, right, right. So
2: so courts are referring cases more and more to alternative dispute resolution processes and mediation. And we're really seeing that sort of happen. Right. I, I also had a client come to me who were highly invested in their legal process and they were all set to go to trial. And the judge ordered them back to mediation. And they were like, what? We just spent all this time working towards this and now we're going to mediation. Go to mediation, impasse, come back in and they're like, okay, we're ready to go now. Judge says, I'm sorry, you didn't really try hard enough. <laughs> go back, right? And like just sitting there, just dismayed by the entire process. Thinking if I only started there, right? You can go around the block 500 times and end up in the same place.
0: Yeah, I love a and judge that- sending somebody back try harder, (laughs) try harder, you can do it.
1: (laughs) Right. But that brings up a really good point. And that is we are seeing this great shift to the the courts wanting Mm -hmm. to embrace more of an ADR approach and people being open to it. But what we're also seeing is when people aren't prepared to go into that mediation room, we're not seeing the success that we could see. Right. And so the beauty of each individual working with a divorce coach is then they are prepared with the flexible thinking and the proposal development and the conflict resolution skills to step into that room and have an increased chance of success even in that process.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really critical point that you make there, Deborah, because the one thing that I've seen, and maybe you two see this as well, as a problem with our Archaic system of processing divorce, the icky system that Tracy mentioned (laughs) earlier, but it's very much a system where the people who are actually going through the process come in and sort of turn their lives over to the professionals yeah. And right like you the judge are going to figure stuff out. You my lawyer, here's my box of information. You're going to negotiate for me. Someone else is doing everything for you and it's to me a very disempowering aspect of that process at a time in our lives by the way when we're already feeling pretty icky and disempowered. And the thing that I've always found to be one of the highlights of coaching is that all those things you just talked about, Deborah? Is that it's not that we're you're getting put in a room, say in a mediation room, or talking to your spouse and negotiating unprepared. Your coach is there to teach you and help you and prep you so that you have the power, right, to go into that room and and exhibit your flexible thinking and option generation and all those wonderful things. And I think that's so critically important for people because at a point in life when you can either be disempowered or get empowered, I think it's a pretty easy choice if you're able to look at it that way. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely.
2: And, and I always say I'm a lover of conflict. Hence I study conflict and consider myself a conflict expert. Conflict truly can be an opportunity. Mm-hmm. right it's what you do with it it can be an opportunity for growth and one of the amazing things about divorce coaching or working with a qualified certified divorce coach is that these skills that you're learning in effective management conflicts management effective communication you are taking these skills that you might not have had right we don't teach people how to engage in conflict we don't teach children really how to manage conflict effectively how to be able to use effective communication to get what you want or or work with somebody else in a collaborative process so often for individuals coming into a divorce process especially after having a marriage that had some difficulties, whether that was in fighting and conflicts or communication now are sitting there going, wow, this is, this is just even magnified. So, but you can learn those skills. So the skills that divorce coaches work with clients and first and Discovering a lot of the underlying issues and concerns, right? You talked about fear. Deb says one of the coolest things ever. Deb has so many cool sayings, but this she's is really one good of, at that. <laughs> it really is. I, I mean, we're we're doing a t-shirt line eventually at some point. That fears are questions waiting to be answered, right? Good and one. and one of the things that we do in divorce coaches in divorce coaching is help people understand or self discover some of those underlying issues those underlying needs right which then in that self-discovery process are then able to develop skills and strategies that are can be used in the mediation room can be used in co-parenting relationships but these are really like although situationally induced truly life skills
0: yeah that carry well beyond the divorce process Oh, and I think that's an, you know another critical point. And, you know, one of the things that it makes me think of with coaching, and, and you said this earlier, Tracy, is that people, even just a few years ago, I think it was really the norm that people, if they were getting divorced, they immediately thought, I go hire an attorney and I go mm-hmm. hire the meanest, nastiest attorney I can find cool. in most cases, which we'll mm-hmm. talk about in a minute. And you said people are now reaching out to you as divorce coaches at the very beginning of their process. And Deborah, I know we spoke just before we started taping about how important it is and how you start your divorce has such an influence on how you're not only the divorce itself, but your life after divorce will go. And, you know, this really mirrors something I've said. A divorce coach should really, a good divorce coach, a certified educated, trained divorce coach should really be that first stop
1: mm-hmm. in your divorce journey. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. You know, when I'm doing, um, conflict coach training and working with divorce coaches, one of the quotes I always pull out is a Martin Luther King Jr. Quote from one of his speeches. He talks about being a thermostat, not a thermometer
0: and no. setting the
1: temperature yeah not just reporting or responding to the temperature in the room. And I think that that's that's what we're talking about when we talk about starting the divorce process. It's being the thermostat, setting the temperature, starting it out on the right note. And um, you know, I know you and Kate Anthony have done some great episodes about you know how to have this conversation how to get started in the process. And that's where we as divorce coaches can come in and come alongside somebody and help them evaluate what's the best decision for them. Is it file and serve their spouse at work without any notice? Let's talk through the implications of that, the consequences. Is that in alignment with your values? What could happen if you do that? What are the alternatives?
2: Yeah. And it's not just tone in how you proceed. It's tone in your thoughts,
0: mm-hmm. right?
2: It, it's so much. And, and that's why it even starts, you know, it, it yeah. starts with the thinking of, okay, I am thinking that divorce is the right thing. Right. What do I need to do? And so much of that is that organizational, emotional organization, emotional intelligence, organization, your thought process, because your thought process, right, carries tone. So if you're coming out and you're prepared, right, and dealing with the loss, right the shame frustration anger resentment whatever is is coupled with this ending of your marriage being able to sort of process that identify it and work through it and how then it's going to transcend additional thought processes. So I think tone is not even, it starts even well before, okay, I decided I want a divorce and now how I'm going to share that information. We call it acknowledgement of the divorce decision. It's really about where's your head at, yeah. right? And what does this look like for you?
1: Well, and the empowerment, right? We're going mm-hmm. back to this idea in, you know, Tracy and I both are strong believers. And I know you are too. We believe in people's ability to handle disagreement, to handle conflict, to to do it in a respectful way, mm-hmm. right? If we get a chance to work with people before they get on that runaway train, we might have the ability to teach them tools and skills so they believe it too. So again, getting into their thoughts, if I don't believe I can handle conflict and there are all these unhealthy, repetitive patterns that we can get into and talk about, but if I don't believe I can handle conflict, then Mm I am going to punt that responsibility to somebody else. Mm -hmm. But if I believe I can tolerate distress, if I believe I can communicate effectively, even when I'm under strain, then I might make a different choice if I think I can handle it. And
2: that's truly also changing the paradigm, right? Oh, yeah. As divorce coaches, we believe our clients, we empower them in their own belief process that they can resolve their own conflicts, right? Yeah. Divorce coaches aren't resolving people's conflicts. We are supporting clients, <laughs> resolving their own. Right, that any those emotional disagreements, as well as their impact on decision making, so the it, it does very much lie in the empowerment process.
0: I I think that's an an important <laughs> factor for people because so often we speak to people who have been through a great deal, you know, end of marriage, end of the relationship. Conflict has actually become a cycle that they're involved in usually at that point. It doesn't get better. And they think for many people that it would be a relief to handle dealing with that conflict over to someone else. I mean, you're talking about we can give you skills and the belief and the understanding that to to let you manage and empower yourself. But why do they want to be the person to manage their own conflict? To what? Mm. What do you tell them? Like why? Well, great, but I'd rather pay someone else money to handle it, and I can just, you know, wait until my divorce
1: is done. Mm. Oh, there's four thousand and three reasons. How much time do we have?
0: (laughs) Let's stop. Start with some your top one.
1: My top one, Tracy will have a different one, but I'll tell you my top one, and that is that the divorce rate is higher for second marriages and even higher for third marriages. So if you don't fix it now, honey, it's just not going to get any better. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. And
0: it's exorbitantly (laughs) higher by the way, folks, it's like 67% and 73%. 70%. And now you've
1: got a blended family and Mm -hmm. now you've got it, it, you're compounding the problem. And so it is, if it is a skill you don't have, this is the greatest time to learn it. And you're learning it with a person, you know, better than anybody else. So To be able to resolve conflict and practice these skills and practice the negotiation with somebody, you know, you know what pushes their buttons, you installed them like this is the (laughs) best person to practice with. And if it doesn't go well, so what you're divorcing them like this is the person to practice these skills on. So that my number one reason is these are skills that you will help you if you're going to go on to another relationship, they're going to help you with your kids, they're going to help you with everything in your life
0: well, that's that's key right there, right? Help you with your kids and help your kids.
1: Right? Help your kids and
0: help I mean, one, we know that conflict is one of the worst things for kids, one of the predictors of a negative outcome or impact of divorce. Right. And who do your kids learn from in, oh, I don't know, things like yes. how to manage conflict.
1: How to manage conflict, right? What are you modeling? right? What are you modeling to your kids about how it goes? That would have been Tracy's answer, right? I mean, those are the, those are the the top two, but it's like, it's a life skill you need to have. And as a parent, your job is to model what, how an adult goes through life.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Issues do not magically disappear, right? I like to equivocate it to the wizard of Oz, right? So you, you know, you're pulling back that curtain, right? You think like this, your attorney is this big master and can and make all these decisions and you peel back. We are, door. what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what, but it, it's a, it's a triage, right? It's a quick fix for something that then just, will show up again, it'll represent itself in so many aspects as Deborah talked about that co-parenting relationship, which is so essential, but modeling that behavior for your children. I can't stress it enough, you know, and and this is one of the things that Deb and I spent a great deal of time talking about. And I do not want to offend any listener by any means, but we are watching a trend where everybody is divorcing a narcissist. Everybody's in a Mm -hmm. high divorce and, and it's fueling a fear-based approach, right? It's easier to say, and I'm not saying, I I do think that there are really not great people out there. I do. I I really do. And I understand it is super, super, super hard, right? But all divorce involves some level of conflict, and this is really the process. If you don't take some ownership of trying to be able to find a way to manage this person, manage their behaviors, not for them, for you, yeah, right. So that you're not stressed out all the time, so you're not miserable, so you're not falling in that goddamn rabbit hole every two seconds.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
2: that's what. When you give your power away and say, Hey, you resolve this, it's a temp fix and it's all going to come back. And how you mm-hmm. show up and what this means for you, these are like, again, gifts you give to yourself, truly
1: gifts. Yes.
0: And America. your kids, right? Again, that modeling. If you learn how to manage the high conflict behaviors of yep. your spouse and your reactions to those behaviors, Then, again, you're modeling for your children who also will have to deal with those behaviors, how they can how they can manage and
1: how they can do it. You can't run interference, right?
0: Yeah, no, not when they're going going to to have their house.
1: No, you've got to teach them to have agency. You've got to teach them to communicate. You've got to teach them to set boundaries. How are you going to teach them if you're not able to do it? exactly exactly and and and
0: you're you're right tracy everybody these days is divorcing a narcissist uh, which i've always said the only value in in the label of narcissist if there is any value and and i question that is that if you know that your ex your spouse your form soon to be former spouse however you would like to refer to them but if you know that they exhibit narcissistic behaviors or they have high conflict behaviors, then it tells you you need to learn skills to manage those behaviors. Calling them a narcissist gets you nothing or worse. It heaps trouble on your head. And telling yourself that you're divorcing a narcissist only perpetuates a victim mentality, which is the opposite of the empowerment that we're talking about.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, and the other thing we know is, is if we listen to our, our experts like Bill Eddy, what does Bill Eddy tell us about high conflict people? Consider alternatives to litigation. That's their Always. playground. Yes. Right. So if our, 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 if our fear-based reaction to I'm divorcing a narcissist is go get a bulldog attorney and go to litigation our the high conflict expert out there, Bill Eddy is saying that's actually the wrong approach. It's that's their playground. It's the last thing playground. you should do. It's it's
2: last last you should do. Yeah. 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 Right. And and right. I'm going to go a step further. Often in that process, right, where that mentality is, get somebody to protect me, they're feeding right into that, right. And and that's what Billetti basically says. You're feeding into it. And we are not about labeling, right. So we deb will say, or they, you know, there's sometimes just good people behaving badly right? There are issues and concerns. And when we can address it by behavior, rather than label, as you just Mm said, Susan, that then we can learn how to manage that behavior, right? Clients will say to me all the time, well, it's not fair. And we say, and we say, fair to who, right? It's not fair, fair to who this is about being fair to yourself, right? Right in being fair to yourself, you're developing the skills for for you, right? This is about you. This is really not about that other party, your spouse, your soon-to-be ex. This is about you. It's about transformation on the individual level, the client, right? And, and that's why divorce coaching certified professional divorce coaching as a form of alternative dispute resolution is just this such this wonderful thread that runs through all a lot of other ADR practices but also helps clients move forward in the best way possible between those two aspects right the emotional management of the process getting organized in your thoughts and your feelings. And then the business side of the divorce process, which is making those decisions, developing the skills and strategies to engage in other forms of alternative dispute resolution with the ultimate goal of reaching resolution. And then if children are involved, transitioning that relationship because the, the conflict you had in your marriage, the conflict you had in your divorce, Why, why do we want ongoing conflict for the rest of your children's lives? Right. Right. Not worth it.
0: Well, and let me, you know, I'm going to take this opportunity to ask you both something. And I mentioned this in the pre-recording session, because one of the things that I know you are very passionate about is you, you created the Divorce Coaches Academy to help coaches get more training have ongoing training have ongoing resources to become even better at what they do but there is a perception and and i'm saying this now as a divorce attorney through the years i've been doing this for a long time in in certain aspects of the divorce professional world there's a perception that divorce coaches are people who've gotten divorced and most often it would be women who have decided I've been divorced, now I can go and help other people get divorced. And there may very well be people out there that that is their background. But what we're, well, yeah, hey, I, I'm a divorce attorney who's been divorced. It definitely, being a divorce attorney and then having gone through my own divorce changed how I became uh, what treated clients or worked with clients. And then when I married someone who was divorced and had young children, and became a stepmother, changed how I handled divorce. But Something I know you're very passionate about is providing that training and structure and education for people who have the passion for it, but need the education to do it properly. And so I know that you have a big, exciting announcement. Why don't we just tell everyone now what you're doing so that we can drumroll, please? <sighs> Dad, oh. would
2: you like to go or you would like I me?
1: I will go. Yes, we are so excited. We finally are launching a divorce coaching certification training program. And what we're so excited about is that it is grounded in the principles of alternative dispute resolution. So, our goal, this is a extremely comprehensive program. This is not watch a few videos, get a stamp, go hang a shingle out. This is 40 hours of training plus an extensive professional mentorship piece after the training is completed. And our goal is to turn out people that have the professional credentials to have a seat at the table, that have all the skills that are ready to participate in the ADR process. They have, they have the understanding of the divorce process. They can help this client with the story of divorce with the business of divorce, they have the conflict management skills and a really strong coaching framework, right? Because so many people, I think, they have that divorce experience and they want to be an advocate. But being an advocate is not being a coach. No. So we want to make sure we're we're turning out coaches, people with really strong coaching skills, but based in alternative dispute resolution, really good conflict management skills. and And that's kind of what we've been seeing is missing out there. So ta-da, that's our announcement. Divorce (laughs) Coaches Academy is certifying ADR divorce coaches.
0: Well, and explain, because I have listeners maybe out there who don't understand what you mean by ADR. Mm. And so I'll let you explain that because I actually as a dispute resolution professional, as an attorney in the field, I think that this is what sets you to, and what you're doing apart and raises you to the next level. Yeah. 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 So,
2: so listen, the reality is, is divorce coaching, the professional practice of divorce coaching is a relatively young field, mm-hmm. right? It really is. Yep. It's It's pretty young right maybe was first coined in the 90s by an attorney in in divorce in New York so anyways it what attracted people was mostly individuals who had been through their own divorce process and then grabbed onto a coaching model, right? Either they were a life coach or they were trained in some other coaching framework and then said, oh, well, I'm going to, I'm going to work with individuals going through divorce because I had a horrific divorce experience and I want to make that better for everybody else. And I applaud that, right? However, however, there is a, a, issuing concern with individuals who are out there doing that without the training especially grounded in the field of alternative dispute resolution you then kind of walk between this line of a friend right mm-hmm. somebody who's just calling and hanging out with versus somebody who's telling you what to do right and and neither one of those is an accurate approach to divorce coaching the professional practice of divorce coaching so when we talk about alternative dispute resolution we're talking about you are learning how to become an an ADR professional, right, which are those skills and working with clients in the emotional regulation, the effective communication strategy, conflict management, all of those things that encompass individuals and minimizing conflict to be able to actualize a goal and move forward. Mm -hmm. But it's then utilizing a coaching framework to deliver an ADR perspective. And this is very different. I know it might not make much sense for a lot of people out there, but we're basically changing the direction of training for divorce coaches. And, and the reality is there's not been a lot of programs out there. In fact, there was pretty much just one and One of the things that we saw was, first, people should have choice. They should be able to look at different programs and see what aligns best for them. I was an alternative dispute resolution specialist first, and then went into divorce coaching because I wanted to expand my practice. Because even as a mediator, I was seeing people come into my mediation room lacking massive skills. Right? Oh, yeah so just because you want to go down an ADR process doesn't necessarily mean you're prepared for that as well so there was a missing link for me and and nine years ago almost ten years ago I was like this is there there's got to be something out there and then i I went in and got certified as a divorce coach so it's really now sort of taking a, a different approach to it making sure that people can maximize their skills and understanding you are not a friend and you are not an advocate. You can be an educator, you Mm -hmm. can support, you can help process. But again, the belief is always stems from the fact that our clients hold the answers to their own problems. It's just lost in a pile of muck. So when individuals come who aren't adequately trained, right, unfortunately, provide have provided a misrepresentation about what truly the field is. So we're trying to sort of create a, a training program that is revolutionary, just as mediation was years and years ago right? It was basically sort of transforming the experience of divorce for people. And we're all pieces in this puzzle, right? To be able to really make a difference, but to ensure that people are trained to do it, right? Just because you had one divorce experience does not mean that you are equipped to support individuals in their divorce
0: process. Right. Isn't right. that one of the first things we tell people is don't listen to your best friend or Sally down the block or anybody mm-hmm. else's advice based upon their divorce, because their divorce is not your divorce. No. And and <clears throat> it's so critical that you're teaching and that you're you're working with coaches on dispute resolution skills, on conflict management skills. And I think that's truly So important, because as we talked about earlier in this episode, right, these are skills, yes, in this moment in time, you're going through a divorce. Yes, there will be conflict. Yes, there will be moments where you need to pull those skills forth, but your entire life will have these moments. And this, you know, Tracy, I think you said conflict can be an opportunity. What Mm -hmm. you learn in this moment in time in your life, which can be very difficult, These are skills that not only are going to help you get through this time, help you, your children, your family restructure, but are going to support you. And I know this to be true. I've lived it myself and I watch people live it all the time. Will truly transform your experience of the world. It'll be before and after, right? It's it's one of those defining Mm -hmm. lines. And, and a a good divorce coach, a well-trained certified divorce coach, especially the way that you're doing this is, is the catalyst to that before and after. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 I I mean, I, and, and I think it is personally one of the most up-and-coming fields right divorce isn't going away even though our divorce rates have leveled out a little dipped a little we'll probably see some increase from post-pandemic and divorce but the reality is is People are going to get divorced. Right. So we're looking for individuals who want to be part of that revolution. But in supporting that revolution of changing the divorce experience, we are saying that you have to be trained. Right. So if, if you had your own personal divorce experience, I say, come along. Right. Mm-hmm. But come along <clears throat> with with the standards of practice, of code of ethics, the education and training. And Force mm-hmm. Coaches Academy started primarily to be able to provide ongoing continuing education and professional development for coaches that were already certified because yes. we did certification as ground floor one right? It is impossible. Just, we were talking to before we jumped on the podcast in terms of your basic training, right? Your 40 hour basic mediation training. That's basic right? Yeah. You are ch- trying to get a baseline ability to go out and start practicing, but that's where the learning starts. That's where the thirst for wanting more begins. So we are welcoming people to check us out and want to join this revolution, but mm-hmm. to be trained to do it. And I think I, I don't want to sound, you know, very egotistical, but I think we've learned so much by studying divorce coaches for the past ten years. Both Deborah and I were active parts of the CDC certifying body, and we saw what was missing. Right there, there was something missing, so we designed our program based upon the fact of what we're recognizing. You need to sit as a a regarded member of the professional divorce team with other professionals to be able to have the respect of your clients in the work that you're doing, that they're hiring you to see some real outcomes. And we know. Right. Our next job is, aside from advocacy, is really putting some work together and creating some studies about value because we know from personal experience and stories we hear from divorce coach after divorce coach, after divorce coach, coach, the value that clients get in working with divorce coaches and saving time, saving money, saving heartache, saving stress, and saving families. Yes. Like that. I hate to sound like a credit card commercial, but it's priceless.
0: <laughs> it's actually it's 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 the quote of the episode because it it's the intangible that people I don't think it's easy to to get your head around saving money. It's easy in some ways to get your head around saving time, <laughs> things like that. But when people understand that with coaching and the right coaching, You can actually, your, your entire process will, it's like you open door number two instead of door number one, or, or even if you start, you open door number one, like Tracy mentioned, go to the icky divorce, turn around, come back out through the door and now go through door number two. You can even learn the skills to turn that around.
1: Right. Didn't you just tell a story on a recent episode about running into somebody at a cocktail party? talking um, about their divorce and how yes. long ago it was.
0: Yes. And I love that you listen to the podcast. Thank you, Deborah. <laughs> Who wants to live like that? Yes. Miserable, we, right? The we don't
1: want clients to be a victim of their divorce, right? We talk all the time about, yeah, all the options on the table suck. It's the best of bad options. It's a Bobo situation. But what a divorce coach can do is help you lay them all out on the table and look at them and make an informed, intentional choice so that 27 years later, you're not talking to Susan Guthrie at a cocktail party about how victimized you were and how your life is still sucky. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And that happens to me all the time, by the way. It's not like that, but that 27 years since her divorce. And she was still telling me she was still calling his wife of 20 years the whore. I was, you know, no,
1: that's not, that's not what we want for people. No, no, you're not going to get what you want. No, life is, is going to change, but how can we help you get into that? You will use that word again, empowered space where you're, you have a forward focus and you're making decisions today that are setting you up for your life tomorrow. Yes. And so once you sign those papers and you walk out of the courthouse, you think this is the first day of the rest of my life, not for the next 27 years, I'm going to think about everything I lost. Yeah, it's a yeah.
0: huge, it's the difference between that victimhood and that empowerment. I actually have an episode coming up with Michelle Dempsey-Maltak and we dive into, it's actually coming out next Monday. This episode will come out on Thursday. That episode on Monday is with Michelle. And we're talking about... The two songs that are out there right now that are so popular they're being called revenge songs or whatever shakira has hers talking yes. about you know all the things gerard did wrong and then we have miley, miley. Who's singing about buying herself flowers and to me <laughs> tune into the episode i love I, I i it's like an earworm for me i can't stop playing flowers but to me the message and tune in for mm-hmm. the episode everyone because michelle and i had a good talk about it but it, it's the line between victimhood, talking mm-hmm. about what they did to me right. and who you are to you, which is Miley's song. I mm-hmm. can buy my own damn flowers. I can write my own name in the sand. I'll hold my own hand. Right. That's the difference. And and a coach is is the person who can help you get mm-hmm. on the right side of that line, right? Exactly. It, it's just so important. So and, deb- and that's-
2: yeah, so and that's a grounding principle of alternative dispute resolution, right? Absolutely. Whether you're going to be stuck in the problem cycle and sit there and and feed off the problem cycle, or you're going to engage in a solution focused, outcome oriented process.
1: Resolution. And,
2: yes, towards resolution. Right, yeah. and and are one of our our frameworks that really the the bedrock of our training program rests on the NAC acronym Resolve, which is all ADR dispute resolution principles that are specifically geared to individuals and moving past that divorce
0: story. Yeah, and I think so. I want to make sure that we tell people so. For if you are out there and thinking about becoming a divorce coach. If you are a divorce coach and wanna up level your skills, because frankly, it's just like what you you said, Deborah, you take one 40 hour mediation training and you think you're a mediator. I've taken probably five or six, and I train. 40 hours. <laughs> and every single time I train a 40 hour, I learn new things from the, the cohort. So if you're a colleague out there, I, I, I'll tell you both. I talk to divorce attorneys all the time who are burned out and don't love that that adversarial approach to divorce, but don't know what else to do. They Mm -hmm. can become coaches, they can become Mm -hmm. mediators, but we, you don't have to be all one thing either. So I have to tell you, I'm very interested in taking the training. I can't do your next, this first upcoming cohort, but I plan to be taking it in my future. Let's tell everyone if they want to find out more about the training, how they can find out when it starts. Let's give them the full rundown.
1: Roger that.
2: Okay. So we are, our, our next cohort is starting March 6th. So if you're listening and you're interested in learning more, again, like Susan, you said, either an alternative dispute resolution specialist, a mediator who wants to expand their offerings, or an attorney who's looking at sort of changing some of their direction, or just somebody who's also gone through a divorce and is really impassioned by the process, but wants to get educated and become a a certified qualified divorce coach, we welcome you. You can learn more about the program on divorcecoachesacademy.com's website. There's a link to join some open office hours that we're hosting on Tuesdays from 11 to noon and Thursdays from 7 to 8 Eastern Standard Time. And you can jump on and ask us anything and we'll share information about the program. And we're leading up to the enrollment deadline so everyone can meet with us personally and get answers to questions they might have. And then there's an application directly on the website if you're interested and you're just ready to go. And Deb, I also I know you wanted to share. We have a special, a special
0: promo divorce and listeners. beyond promo yay yeah of
1: course because we love susan so much and she's so excited about our program so what we want to let you know is yeah you can go to divorcecoachesacademy.com learn all about it click and join us on the zoom office hours and meet us and then if you want to enroll just use this promo code susan100 and we'll give you a hundred dollars off the program. Thank you for doing that for my listeners, of because
0: I, I I'm absolutely delighted. And let me say, you know, I I am a very big supporter. I want my listeners to hear this because I spend a lot of time thirty three years in the divorce space. I talk to people who are in the divorce professions and in the surrounding area every single day of my life. And what you two are doing is it it may sound trite but it is groundbreaking it is special it is important and i am delighted to be able to support you and i you know if you are out there and this is this is your passion is helping people in the space as it is ours this is your opportunity to do it. So I'm so delighted to be able to support you both in doing this. And I'm excited for the world to start meeting the Divorce Coaches Academy certified divorce coaches because the world needs them. Our profession needs them. Our industry needs them. And the divorcing individuals of the world and families of the world need them. So thank you both because I know, I know, I train, I know how hard it is. I know how hard it is to create a training from the ground up and I know how important your work is to you both. So let me applaud you both and say thank you. Mm-hmm. And thank you for coming on. And thank you for for the discount for my listeners. And everybody reach out. I'll have, of course, as always, everything in the show notes so that you can reach out to Tracy and Deborah. And as they said, they're going to have the open office hour. So you'll be able to just book right with them, ask them questions. As you can see, they are both extremely knowledgeable and have all kinds of good things to say. So reach out. And thank you, ladies. Thank you so much for joining joining me today.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having us. Your support means so much. We're making divorce a better process. I'm excited.
0: We're changing the divorce, the face of divorce, one, one couple, one family, and now one coach at a time. So absolutely. Thank you both.